recording in progress. Guys and girls, let's get these audience to build up. It is a Wednesday afternoon. I'm coming to you from Sydney with my co-pilot, David Bliss, head of sales from Agent Box, uh, Repit Company, a Repit Company, a very big company at that, I must say. I didn't realise till uh, middle of this year, David, uh, what a big organisation it in fact is. I want to welcome everyone that is coming on here today. It is a big day because I think this is going to be our final webinar that we're going to have for 2021 that we do. Good morning, Michael. Good to see you from the Queensland joining us. Um, good to see everyone that's coming on. And today, David, I wanted to make sure that the conversation that we had with our real estate agents that are coming in, Sarah, good to see you. Brad, good to see you. Good to see everyone. David, for me, it's really important that real estate agents remember that Christmas, in fact, begins on the 24th. That's when you sign off of December, not the 24th of November. And Christmas Day is actually celebrated on the 25th. And I've got to say to you right here, right now, I have never seen a marketplace want to go and keep going right to the end of the year as this year. It's very obvious to me, David, that the COVID lockdowns have meant that there's still a lot of activity that wasn't processed, that's come onto the market all of a sudden, and there's an appetite there to get deals done. What are your clients saying? Yeah, spot on. Um, like we talked, we spoke about last time the the race until Christmas, and there was, you know, there's just this eight-week sprint that was after the, especially after the Sydney lockdown, where everyone was just smashing out and was super, super busy. But, you know, that's continuing into, into December, will continue, will continue into December and then into January. And I think, you know, there's always that kind of change that happens over New Year, right? People look, it's, a, it's New Year's resolutions, people move around, people get new jobs. And that happens naturally. But I think this year it's going to be accentuated because people are talking that, you know, they're reconsidering how they're being employed. They're saying, well, I don't need to commute as far now. So you've got all of those normal kind of yearly factors that happen, right, when people want to change over that kind of period. But now it's going to be even more exemplified because of what's happened with COVID and lockdowns in the past. Everyone's kind of idea of normal has changed. And I speak to a lot of the regional uh, offices that we have. When I say regional, I'm thinking the ones up or down the coast where you might go and visit them on for your Christmas holidays or something, right? And often people will be like, oh, yeah, this would be a nice place to live. Well, the legitimate question now is, well, can I actually live here? Like, it's possible. I, I, you know, I don't commute to work every day. I do my stuff via Zoom. Could I now actually work from this regional town as opposed to being in the city? I think we'll see uh, it exemplified this year and I think it'll be a big race to Christmas and I think we'll see a big start to next year because of it. Yeah, I agree. I'm telling you there are some offices that are having personal best ever as we speak. Yep. Today, David, I want to remind real estate agents that there is one most important thing that you need to do and that is you've got to leave your office on the 24th of December with the car parking on top of the hill. Handbrake on, ready to rock and roll when you come back in January, whatever day that is. And this is a, you know, it's a metaphor. 
parking your car on the top of the hill. And if you can just imagine that for a moment, what we're talking about is when a car's parked on the top of the hill, it doesn't need much apart from letting go of the handbrake for it to actually start rolling down the hill. And we want you to come back to work with listings that you already have listed, but you may not have launched. And that is why the theme of today is list now, launch later. And I think it is a really risky strategy to actually go to a listing presentation, to have a vendor say, yep, David, talk to you in the new year, talk to you in the new year, yep, yep, yep. Then over the holiday period, between barbecues, socialization, people rethinking things, going online, people start changing their minds about who they actually might list with. We don't want you to be an agent that is an agent that thought you had the listing, but drives by and sees another agent signboard. So for me, David, one of the most important things that I want to push today is how do you get yourself a list of properties to launch in 2022? Well, it's really simple. You do some important stuff in 2021 that is actually linked to your CRM system. And one of the strategies I'm going to talk to you about today, David, is what is called the November-December yearly summary calls. And the way it works is that you go into your database and, in fact, you're going to chime in in a moment where you're going to be able to tell people what part of Agent Box can actually help you execute this. But all we're talking about is calling people that are in your pipeline that you think have got some sort of propensity to come onto the market in the next six months and you make a phone call to them and you say something along the lines of this, hey, it's Tom here from the real estate. This is a time of the year that I like to call all my clients and let them know what actually happened in the marketplace over the last 12 months. It's been quite eventful with lockdowns and we've had, you know, um, record prices in the suburb. So what I wanted to do is just give you a quick summary of, you know, what your home's gone up in value, um, what buyers are looking for when they're looking to buy in the current market. I'm also going to cover what our clearance rate was for the year, days on market. And I'm also going to cover what we think the market is going to do in 2022. Now, David, I want to let you know, I'm not a forecaster. But I believe every real estate agent should hold a view because if you don't have a view in the marketplace, well, let me tell you, the sales assistant at your local Bunnings doesn't have a view on real estate. That's your damn job to actually form a bit of a view and then say to the actual client, I think that this may happen early on in 22. And whilst we're talking about that, let me just say, it's in your interest to fast-track clients to sell sooner rather than later because as far as I'm concerned, there is still a lot of leftover buyers who are disheartened with missing out on property and now is the time. I don't know whether the government is going to move interest rates in the future. What I do know is at the moment, they're still damn attractive. So get on the phone and make these calls. Three things get achieved. Number one, you have a touch point. Frequency builds trust, you have a touch point. Number two, it gives you a good chance to actually re-qualify and make sure that they are in the right spot in your database. So what you're doing is doing a bit of an end-of-year cleanse, if you like. And the third thing is 
you might be lucky enough that has a vendor that says, look, what do you reckon our place is worth at the moment? And at that point, David, you'll say, well, I'm going to be around there tomorrow at around three, four or five. I'll be there in the afternoon. What time suits you best? And you've got an appointment. So there are lots of reasons why you should be making these end-of-year summary calls. And I want to remind you, the purpose of a phone call to your pipeline is clean the data or frequency, touch point, or get an appointment. David, what part of Agent Box can help them with that? Yeah. So I think, and I like to always want to try and keep this also nice and general as well, because I know not everyone here uses Agent Box, but no, we, want uh, we want we want them to, don't we? We want them to. Of course they do. It's the best system out there. But uh, whichever system you're using, you should still absolutely have three main categories within your database. You should have your pipeline A, B, or C, or that might be pipeline hot, warm, cold, three months, six, six months, whichever time frame you know. But you need to know which is in your hot, uh, what's in your kind of warm, and what's going to be coming up in the future. So making these calls, going through those lists, obviously starting with the hot ones first, should be qualifying those. And if they're hot, then they're probably going to be coming on early next year. So exactly as you said, they should be the ones that we should be aiming to list now. As you make your way into the kind of lukewarm, the medium, the ones that might be three months away, qualify that they are still three months away. You know, things change at the end of the year. We want to make sure that they're there. Um, and then the fourth one's obviously, sorry, the third one's obviously being the ones that are further away. We want to make sure we're cleaning that database. We've got the right data. Um, because we don't want we want to be making sure we follow those those guys up in the future. But the one thing that I want to impress upon, especially the new agent box clients uh, out there, is that uh, to make sure that for each contact you have in the system, that there is a oh, thank you, Lee, using it as a BDM in property management as well. That is for one lovely piece of our system that often gets overshadowed because everything we talk about for sales is completely replicable for helping grow your rent rock as well. So thank you for bringing that up, Lee. But the one thing that I want to say to all of the Agent Box clients is that against all of your contacts, make sure you are there associating the properties that they own to that contact. The reason that's really important, Tom, is we've got this really cool feature that's about to be released which will allow you to, from your mobile phone, see who all the prospects in your local area are. So you mentioned, Tom, you're just booking in an appointment. You go out to that appointment. What do you do when you're at the local appointment? Well, who else is in the area that might be selling? I'm legitimately in the area. I can pop in and stop in. You'll be able to see that and do that through the app. Um, and that's a really, really cool tool. So while you're making all of these calls, Make sure you're going through your categories, pipeline hot, warm, and cold, but also making sure that you are attaching your properties to them so you can search for those in the future as well. Okay. And, David, the other thing is um, Agent Box, of course, um, apart, well, you know, the, uh, most people know us from that great CRM system, and we are getting comments. So look, it's not just me saying it, but REB top 100 agents, they're very clear about what the best system is. And this is from the agents, not from REB. This is from the agents themselves. Even on here, Renato Barra says, best system agent box. Big shout out there. 
Thanks, Renato. But in addition to that, you know, there are a couple of other products that you guys have got. Um, one of them is, of course, you do build real estate agent websites and you've got Proposal Point. Proposal Point um, works. Uh, uh, so, David, I'll put you in your own eyes. You know, how could you actually use Proposal Point and websites at the moment to uh, help with what we're talking about? Yeah, cool. well, let's start with websites. And I think you you always talk about COVID clarity, right? That's been a big thing that's come out this year. And I think one of the, and it, there was even an article today about it in REB about what is the need of people's shop fronts and now the actual physical shop front. And more and more, and I think COVID has played a part in this, is that the shop front is now online. Um, when people uh, hear about your agency, the first thing they do is they open their phone and they look for you online. So what I would be asking everyone is they're coming towards the end of the year is, is my website telling the story? Is it selling the image of who we are as a brand and as an agency? And everyone's going to be a little bit different about that. But it's a good time to think about that because as you're heading into the new year and what does the business look like in, new, in the new year, the website is going to absolutely portray who you are as a business to the broader clientele. The first interaction many people have with you online, we talk about digital interviews all the time. So thinking about a website, I think, is a really important thing to do at this point in time. Um, and, and there are plenty of, David, there are plenty of salespeople that actually themselves have built own websites within a business, right? They absolutely. want a personal website, which is essentially they've got in this website, their sales, their listing, their profile video, their reviews, everything all in the one yeah. spot, which is pretty much an electronic brochure 24-7 that does yeah. pre-selling of you. Um, so, um, yeah, I would urge, this is a good time. And, in fact, David, in the my Tom Panos site, I am, in fact, going to be working with your office, your business there, um, to actually uh, uh, update it for 2022. I think it's really, really important that the fact I, I, I mean, don't get me wrong, I realise the power of social media, but at the same time, there are people that go off and Google your name and basically look at the search result that comes up. Yeah, well, this is where uh, the social media and the websites should go hand in hand. We have spoken about this before. Uh, Tom, is that, you know, you've been sitting on the beach and you've seen something of interest and then you've Googled it and then suddenly it's following through all your Facebook and it's following you around and doing all that. The same thing can happen with your clients as people, as buyers maybe come to your area because they're on holiday or they're, whatever the reason may be, they go to your website because they might see an interesting listing or something like that and your marketing will start following them through if you've connected it to a really good social media platform. These things should work together. So, I think uh, COVID, again, COVID clarity has given everyone, uh, even those who were not particularly tech savvy, uh, a little bit of a kick to say, you know, we need to get this right. We need to make sure our digital presence is right. So proposal point. how's proposal point working with the pipeline? So you talked about booking in an appointment there in the example. So if those on the call haven't heard of proposal point, you might have heard of digital listing presentations, digital uh, proposal software. If you don't have it in your company right now, go on to Google, search for Proposal Point, have a look, because it is something that has grown remarkably over the last kind of 12 months. And I kind of say to all the prospects that I'm speaking with, all of my clients, I say, if you don't have a digital proposal software, there is someone else in your area that does have it and they have a distinct advantage because 
what happens is you've picked up the phone, you've done your end of your call and you'd say, I'd love to come in and give you an update, talk about the market, what's going to happen. They invite you down. The old way used to be, I'm going to go to my little folder, I'm going to get a box, I'm going to get all these bits of paper in there, I'm going to drive down and drop this stuff on their doorstep and then come back a couple of days later. What digital proposals allow you to do is within 30 seconds create a very, very nicely branded digital web page specific to that particular client, send it out to them via text if you want to because we know that that gets really good reach and you can send that out um, very, very quickly. They get it. It allows you to include videos and testimonials and integrate with Rate My Agent and all of these other cool things. Um, so straight away after you've gotten off the phone, within a couple of minutes, you've gotten some really useful information to them. The other cool thing is, well, what happens if you don't book an appointment? What do you do, Tom? You just kind of say, oh, well, I'll just schedule a call and maybe touch base with you in a, a couple of weeks or next year. What if instead you said, well, how about I just send you a little bit of information? You can have a browse through. There'll be a bit of stuff there, you know, no pressure, but there'll be a bit of information. They'll be in your inbox in the next couple of minutes. You can still send these out, which means your brand and everything is in front of the client, right? And let's just say in two weeks' time, they're on holidays, they open it up because they actually start to think that they're selling because for whatever's changed, we know that things change over that period. Well, when they open that, you get notified. So if you've kind of missed that opportunity while you're doing your callbacks now and you haven't quite been able to motivate them to get you out there, but something changes which prompts them to re-engage with the content that you sent through, you get notified. So you can jump straight on that so you don't miss that future opportunity. And that's where the power of digital proposals come from. And that's why I said if you're not doing them now, you're at a distinct advantage because I guarantee you there's someone else in the area that does have that. And if they're sending it, then they're going to be the one that gets notified when they suddenly open it up on January 5th because they happen to be suddenly interested in selling again. It's a really, really cool tool. All righty. So guys and girls, in summary, and by the way, 2021 has been the digital transformation year. It is, you've got to be a, a dinosaur right now to actually uh, not be using DocuSign or Sign on Glass, right? It's, you know, and everything that we've spoken about. Essentially, we're not saying the salesperson has disappeared in 2021. What we're saying is the salesperson has become high tech. They're still high touch. Nothing ever happens without a conversation. Even SMSs, which are more personal than emails, you still need to speak to someone before they actually list their house. You still need to speak to someone before they put a deposit. We're basically talking about this, complimenting you and allowing you to do things at scale. Because for me, David, listing and selling real estate, if you can list and sell one house, you can list and sell 10. If you can list and sell 10, you can list and sell 50. The issue is not listing and selling. The issue is having a business with processes and tools that allow you to actually put in a lot of business and process a lot of business. That's the secret. Tom, let me ask you a question because you used to obviously be a sales agent as well and I, I know I used to be. So if you used to book in an appraisal, it would generally take you, what, 15 minutes to collate all the collateral together, right? Yeah. Yep. And then you'd get in the car and you'd have to drive that down. Let's just say that's kind of 15 minutes each way. So let's say a minimum of 45 minutes 
to actually do the appraisal, create your pre-list kit, go drop it off, right? Now, what do you encourage the guys in the real estate gym? How, like, you're doing a list appraisal a day, right? That's what you'd be doing, if not more? We're, ho- we're hoping that they're doing a, an appraisal a day. Appraisal a day keeps the doctor away. Appraisal a day keeps the doctor away. So that's 45 minutes per appraisal. You've got to do that five times a week. So that's uh, 45, an hour and a half, three hours, four, hour, four and a half hours that you've spent just preparing um, the collateral and getting it out to them. If that was reduced to five minutes for each one of those because you can create it, send it out to them, which gives them actually better content and you get better feedback about what they're doing. We're talking about scale and we're saying, well, and people are asking, well, how are they doing five, ten appraisals a week? I don't have the time to create all that. As you said, they're using technology to complement what they're doing so they can do more at scale. Um, And it's the technology that allows them to do it. Then, David, you know, not having to drive two hours to get a contract signed up, not having to drive two hours to get an agency agreement. Everything is now digital. Now, gang, I want to finish off and, um, you know, let people know, do not underestimate, do not underestimate the power the market has and the benefit it's given many of us in real estate in 2021. I'm not saying we didn't work hard, but what I am saying is that sometimes when things are going good, we don't take into account the fact that we may have had winds behind us blowing. And there's no guarantee that those winds are going to be blowing again next year. Or if they are, maybe not at the same strength, right? Not at the same kilometres per hour. And at the moment, David, it would be remiss of me not to remind the real estate community that I want you to understand We've been driving on a freeway doing 160 kilometres an hour. In most markets that I talk to agents across Australia and New Zealand, we've now slowed down to, say, 140, 130. We're still going fast, but it's becoming noticeable. We're not going at the speed. The depth of buyers has dropped. The days on market is growing. The clearance rate is actually eased a little bit. It's still a good marketplace, but I need everyone to understand that your vendors are still thinking of the sales from about a month or two months ago. What we clearly know is there's been a bit of chatter about interest rates. In fact, in New Zealand, they have gone up. There's talk about APRA, inflation, et cetera, et cetera. All we're saying is that the heat has gone from red hot to hot, and I'm going to remind every real estate agent Don't forget the importance of staying super close to your buyers at the moment. Don't take it for granted that the market's going to put the deals together. And also, don't take for granted that vendor management is going to happen by itself. You now have to have these tough, crucial conversations with vendors, helping them understand that at the moment, we're still in a good market. At the moment, it's a little bit like, hey, we're, you know, in a high-rise building, and we've been on the 150th floor, and we're actually going down a few notches of floor. We may be down the 130th floor. We're still high up there. But you know what? February, March, April next year, who knows? We could be on the 100th floor. So it makes sense to ensure that your vendors understand that on a clock where 12 is that the boom, we're maybe on the, you know, we're close to it, maybe on the one in certain markets, certainly in Sydney. So the final thing I'll say to you is skill up. And on that point, I'm going to say just a quick reminder, David, Susan told me to remind everyone, 
we have actually opened up the real estate gym. We've actually, we have a, you know, an intake a few times a year. We've opened it up now just for an intake prior to Christmas. And there is a specific course I'd like everyone to do. And it's the most important. So by the way, it's all an app now. The whole real estate gym is by app. 29 ways to get listed. Everyone needs to go off and do this course, 29 ways to get listings. Because let's remember this, the primary objective of a real estate agent is to get listings. Agent Box will help you be organized to talk to more people and the right people at the right times. You still make the phone call. You still have to have impact. But what you will know is you've got this GPS system that is making sure that you're doing it the most effective way. David Bliss, I want to thank you so much as my co-pilot again. I want to thank everyone that's been joining us. Brad Pierce, Brad Pierce good to see you. Karen, good to see you. Jane, good to see you. Jaminda, good to see you. Peter from New Zealand. I want to thank everyone that's come on. Michael, Monty, guys and girls, signing off. And a quick reminder, Christmas starts on the 24th of December. That's when Christmas Eve is. Signing off. Thank you. Thanks, Tom. Catch you.